Welcome to Positive Bitch Lady, or as we like to say, Positive Power Lady. Listen in as your host, Sandy Joy Weston, takes on the hottest topics, explores how to deal with them in a positive, bold way, and highlights some amazing power ladies out in the world. Well, hello, hello, my positive bit power ladies. Forget that B word. How the heck are you this week? I'm so excited because sometimes I just pontificate forever on this podcast, but I have an exciting guest. I know you're going to love her. This week's awesome, inspiring guest is Nana, and I hope I say it right, Nana Ponsilion. Is that right? You did great. Woohoo! But before, <laughs> before we go through all your wonderful stuff, I want to intro you here. You ready? Here we go, Nana. This is you. I mean, it's short and sweet, but I'm sure there's much more. Nana is a full-time actress. Ooh, this is going to be good. Having worked so far in over 27 films, ooh, that must be fun, and TV shows, as well as commercials and plays. Before she started acting, she worked on the corporate end of things. Hmm. Working for Microsoft for over 11 years. Her latest project is Act Feminine, which I've seen. It's a hysterical and informative by Nana on YouTube. Now, before we get started with Nana, just so you know, people are coming at me with all different questions for guests or, hey, they didn't say this. Can you bring them back? Can they answer this question? All that is yes. You can email us at podcast, right? You got it? Podcast at sandyjoyweston.com. Pretty easy. Podcast at sandyjoyweston.com. Nana, welcome. My pleasure, Sandy. So are you in New York? Because I think I met you in New York. We were just talking about that at Women Who Lunch. Yes, yes, I am in New York Um, at the present moment. Yes. Originally (laughs) from Venezuela, but in New York right now. I knew it. I wasn't sure, but I thought so. All right, Nana, before we get to know you, mm-hmm. we're going to jump right into it. So you talk a lot about feminine versus masculine energy. Tell me about that because, I mean, I get the feminine and the masculine, but I always just thought, you know, it was just me, my personality. I don't think, oh, that's my feminine side. That's my masculine side. I just think, you know, my brain goes in different directions. You know, sometimes it's logical sometimes it's more emotional and it's just part of my personality so right explain more about that okay well um feminine and masculine and and this is something that sometimes people get confused or or have a problem with because of the name you know let me start there okay Um, calling it feminine or masculine people immediately think gender and, yeah. Right. And it's not gender related because Ooh. we both have both and okay. we both should use both and need both. So the feminine and, and in a way it, it is related to personality. Yes and no. Okay. So the feminine is the intuitive, the creative, the wisdom, the um, knowledge, the... Um, Connection, love, all of that is within the feminine side. Okay, or, or and you traits. say feminine energy. 
feminine energy. Yeah, I yes. like that. Okay, yes. I get that. And it's the yin and the yang, you know, in some yeah. cultures, in the Chinese culture, and then you can, some people call it the moon and the sun. Okay. Uh, it's the opposite ends of the spectrum of, uh, I guess, a human being with relation to, to this softer more connective side versus the logical results, goal-oriented side, which okay. is the masculine. So ah, okay. the masculine is totally, um, like I said, goal-oriented. It has a result in mind whenever it does something. It doesn't think in terms of, am I going to enjoy this? It thinks, what am I going to do and what am I going to get? Yeah. Right. Okay. So that makes sense. I'm follow you. Follow you. So yeah. that's why we all have both, because we women definitely have goals and and results and things that we need to accomplish, uh, whether it's job or home, um, and we also have uh, experiences and connection that we need yeah. as well. Yeah. So I guess. Does that answer your question in terms of what's the difference between now both it does them? now I can see it much clearer, like you said it's not about you're a male or you're a female mm -hmm. that we all have both of that within us Correct. and some have more of one than the other now, if you're a female, is it then you would have more of the feminine and if you're a male or is it That's, doesn't matter that is a very interesting question oh good. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> or does it depend? Because I know everything is so different. I'm trying to get you know, well, you know up with the listen, times. Listen, let me make a little um, pause here in terms of your question because I'm learning also. You know, I've been on this journey for some years now, but the more I learn, the more I investigate, the more I research, the more I know I didn't know. So. Yeah. Listen, I, you might ask me something that I don't have an answer to, but, you know, we'll do our best. I'll do yeah. our best. Yes. Yeah. My best. So, um, do, we, do we use it um, or how... Oh, now I forgot my, your question. No, exactly it's right. Like, if you you're feminine, it. do you have... You're yes. female. Is there more feminine in you versus male? Or does it depend on each individual? Or is there stats okay. that you know, you're majority this way? Or who knows? Okay. Yes. So the answer is yes to everything <laughs> in terms of if you're a woman, yeah. you intuitively or biologically and chemically, which is something we can get into as well, which is directly related to the feminine energy. It is your natural state of being where you're going to flourish, where you're going to feel relaxed and joyful. Because it has to do also with your biology and your hormones. Okay. When, you know, then the masculine side we do have as well, though it generates hormones that are not 100% beneficial in high quantities in a female body or in a woman's body. Ooh. And the same is, is true uh, for the men. So... Basically, based on our behavior, we choose what energy we are in. Meaning, if like, I'm going to go back to to me, yeah. Uh, since I was very young, I, you know, my father was my hero, as probably for many young kids, um, and I wanted to be with him all the time. But I'm a girl; he likes yeah. cars, and my way to connect with him 
was through my masculine. Those activities uh, made us very close. I became, you know, a girl that played cops and robbers. And in, in, I was in Baton Rouge at the time. Yeah. And um, so my masculine developed very much. My mom yeah. is a, a, a product of the female revolution. Her feminine side was suppressed a lot. Gotcha. So that being said, I didn't have a role model for feminine energy behavior. Mm. So for me, being in my masculine, first, it feels good. And this is true for anybody. Yeah, yeah. Because you're accomplishing, you're doing things, you're yeah. getting results. So, and, and that's what leaders, uh, you know, big executives do. And, and it feels good. So that's why you can get hooked on it as a woman because it feels good. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you are there a very prolonged time, you begin to generate testosterone or you generate more testosterone than estrogen and, and uh, oxytocin. What that means is a body of a woman does not relax with more testosterone. A body okay. of a woman relaxes when she has estrogen and oxytocin, serotonin, dopamine, all those hormones in her body. Gotcha. So it is a behavioral thing. You know, you choose where you are and then the chemistry comes into play. You know, I am so happy, Nana, that mm. you explained it that way. It was meant to be because, you know, you've answered even so many of my questions when I was... Growing up, I was a tomboy, right? Mm. And I related more to my brother's friends and the dolls and all that. But it was thought of back then where I lived, which was a rougher neighborhood, that was good. You know what mm. I mean? Like the tougher I was, the more tomboy, oh, you're cool. You're not like the normal girls. Do you know what I'm saying? And it was rewarded. Totally, totally. Yeah. And then you go into the workforce and me as an entrepreneur and as a businesswoman, I had mostly at the time... When I opened health clubs, they were all male-dominated at the time. It's changed a lot, but it was all male owners. So I would, again, get rewarded, like, oh, you're not like all the other girls. You know what I'm saying? And Totally. You're like one of us. And so you feel as if, hey, I can fit in with the boys' club. Which and, you do. Yeah. And it's a, it's a really good thing. Mm -hmm. But I remember somebody saying to me, and I don't know who, Sam, I think you need to get in touch with your feminine side a little bit more, like just for, <laughs> just for your health reasons. And I, and I saw that you touched on something about health mm -hmm. in one of your videos that's important. And they didn't mean because I was rough or not kind or not loving, just that it will be good for you to embrace more like of your feminine side. And at the time it was like, well, put on makeup. I don't think that's your feminine side, but I didn't wear makeup, but you know, so totally. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that, but there is something to be said. Like you think, oh, you know, you fit in more. And, and, and you do. And I'm, it's so funny, you know, no coincidences in life, but yeah. that was my life as well. Yeah. And I worked in Microsoft for uh, over 11 years. And I, I used to be called one of the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Because of what you said, you know, I fitted in perfectly. Actually. Yeah. You're you know, not so emotional. My women you can out handle there, it. yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. my women out there, I hope they don't get offended. But I rather uh, be with the boys with, than with the girls talking about nail polish. That was yeah. me. 
Yeah. You know, I enjoy those. They don't get offended. They understand you're just being (laughs) Nana. Yes, yes. And and to me, it was fun. I knew about cars and I love cars. And I I love all, I did kickboxing. I I love all those things. And I love my masculine side. Yeah. However, Uh yes, I started to get sick. Meaning I had migraines that were out of this world. My, my, I, my world completely went black. I couldn't walk. Um, stress was skyrocketing. My family was suffering. My marriage was suffering. And my girls were suffering. And I just didn't understand what was happening. Until yeah. I went, yes, until I Who went would? to... would? You would think sometimes, you know, you got migraines, you got to solve the issue, and there you go. Right, and, and the thing is, Sandy, that what I used to do, which I think is what most women do, is I would work more. I said to myself, okay, I'm stressed, I'm this, I'm that, so let me just dive into work and... and yeah, mu- they call it muscle through, like push right. through. Right, you yeah. know, let me just do this because I know that's going to help me. It's going to make me feel better, more accomplished. Yeah. But then there was a side of me that was in pain. Mm. And this was a spiritual pain and physical pain. Yeah. But I had no idea what it was. Yeah. Until, you know, uh, someone was doing an intervention on a woman. I was in the room and the woman that was there was exactly me. And then it became very clear that I was totally detached from my feminine and went to my feminine in very few occasions during the day. So So, when you said she was doing an intervention, explain, like it was a friend talking to a friend or you were at a conference? No, this was at an event in a conference. Yeah. And the person leading the conference was doing an intervention on a woman who stood up because she had a problem with her father. Yeah. And that's where it started and it ended up that the problem was her and her feminine and her problem with men due to her disconnection with the feminine. Okay. So the light bulb went on. Uh-huh. Totally. Yes. When was totally. that? That was about four years ago. Okay. Four or five years ago. All right. And then what happened? And then I began to, well, then I cried my heart out because I felt the pain of knowing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The knowing that you go like, oh, Jesus. I, I was in deep pain of knowing that in this process of me being disconnected with my feminine, I hurt many people. And then mm. I began to research and read more and learn more about this subject. And it was just totally revealed to me because the truth is, you know, unavoidable. I, I it'll, wasn't... It'll catch up with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it was so evident that yeah. I had a problem connecting with people. It was very evident that I have a problem receiving. That mm. was huge for me, the yeah. receiving. Well, for a lot of women. Yes, I know. That's why one of my videos has to do with that. Yeah, because we, we, we're good at giving, baby. Yes, yes. So receiving is, is one of the biggest... And um, hardest problems for women today. And because we want to be independent. We want to do things on our own. Mm -hmm. And not understanding that being independent, it's great. and, And it certainly was something that we needed to do. However, it has to be handled with 
care and being very aware when you're being independent yeah. and when you're um, not receiving help yeah. or not asking for help. Oh, yeah. And a lot of women, especially when they're in the workforce, it's like a medal of honor to say, I can do this and I'm so busy and I got, I got three kids and I work full time and I clean the house and I cook. Like, what the freak is wrong with us, Nana? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So let's get back to the you journey. So you, the light bulb went off and then what? Okay. So then, so you're like, you started researching. You're like, okay, this is the truth. Here it is. But now what? Well, one of the first things I did was I had a conversation with my husband at the time. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was probably one of the hardest conversations I had to have ever in my life. And um, that conversation propelled me into working on myself. And um, I began to research, okay, so what do I need to do to connect with my feminine? Yeah. And when I began to do those things, I began to be very, very uncomfortable yeah. You have no idea how uncomfortable and foreign yeah. that was. So yeah. I would swing back in and out because I, I, I said, okay, well, I, I, this feels strange. Yeah, I felt very vulnerable more than I wanted to. Um, I, I felt exposed. I felt I didn't know who I was. But... At the same time, I began to feel more relaxed. Mm. Yeah. And yes, I began to, to feel more in tune um, with experiences and having fun. For me, having fun, like playing just fun, not thinking of a result, the thing that I had to accomplish was very hard. You know, Nana, I'm so glad you're sharing this with me. I mean, it, it's, I think a lot of women can re- relate to this, you know, so many. And I think how, you know, like you said, it was so hard, you know, to just go, oh my goodness, this is the truth. And I've hurt so many people and it made you took, you know, a deep look at you. But what a blessing that you had that and could figure out that was part of your migraines and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Totally, totally, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing is, you know, one, one of the questions that I asked myself was, why didn't I see this before? Like, as, as I was growing up, like you say, why wasn't this a problem? And one of the conclusions that I came um, uh, to for myself, and this yeah. might not be true for everyone, yeah. is that when I needed to establish the deep, profound relationships like, you know, husband, wife, mother, daughters, that's when the feminine becomes 10 times more important. Because as a young kid or as a a teenager, you know, you're exploring, you're still uh, learning about yourself and relationships, and up to then, somebody cared for you. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. then it was my time to take care of others and it was my time to have 
deep, profound relationships with another human yeah. being, a man, and uh, and that's when things get rough or rougher. Yeah. So uh -huh. here, here's the thing, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, there's so much we could go on for days about this, Nana, and yes. I'm like so excited. <laughs> no, I'm so excited that you're sharing your story, but. When you said you hurt other people, mm -hmm. do, you, do you really believe that? I mean, that's just where you were at the time. Like, do you really think you hurt other people? Well, it wasn't a conscious hurt. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's one of those hurts of uh, a consequence of, I guess, our not being at the place emotionally that we could be. Yeah. Okay. You, you understand? It's, it's yeah. more of a, it is something that, uh, that just happens because you're not fully uh, in your power, in your essence. Yeah. And, um, and then, yes, people get hurt in the process because, you know, we're all responsible. I'm not saying my husband is 100% innocent in this and, you know, it, it takes two. <laughs> I uh, of it. course, of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it takes two, but I'm only responsible for what I do. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and, and then yeah. my girls had a model of a mom, which was my same model, yeah. of this strong, masculine energy mom. Yeah. So the feminine, they didn't have that role model, model either. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to hurt their relationships, no doubt. So that's why, you know, I've talked about this with them. Um, I have an e-book that I wrote about it. So How old are they? They are 21 and 24. Wow. Yeah. They're all grown up, man. They are big women. <laughs> so let's... You know, I, I love the fact that you said you were sitting there and the woman was doing an intervention... And the light bulb went off, right? Mm -hmm. But what made you make the connection between, okay, you had that, and you, you know, I get the relationship for suffering, but how did you, or how can others make the connection that that's what you thought was causing, like you said, the migraines? Like, how did you relate the two? Because when I started to investigate and realize that being in the masculine energy for a woman... Mm -hmm. spikes her levels of stress, cortisol, like all the negative hormones and everything that can stress a body. Okay, okay. Now spike. I get it. Okay. Yeah. When that happens, you know, it manifests different for everybody. That is true. Yeah. yeah. You know, it doesn't necessarily uh, manifest the same way for everybody. For me, it was huge migraines. Yeah. And but stress is itself is harmful to the body. Amen. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And for other people, might be uh, aches and pains in other parts of the body, and and this is where it, it's get it gets very sadly interesting. Women uh -huh. today have one of the highest rates of diseases that before were not common, or or at least not in the proportions that they are today. Yeah, you know, yeah. women yeah. before were widows. Yeah. There are oh, absolutely. Men now are widowers. And, and this is something that is truly uh, a first. Yeah. So, and, and isn't it that they have more heart attacks too? Yes, they have. Well, that's the number one cause of, of disease for women. It's, it's cardiovascular uh, disease. That's crazy. Crazy. Yes. Two-thirds, listen to this, two-thirds of people with mental health illnesses are women. 
today? Because we put too much pressure on ourselves, Nana. Because we are too much in our masculine. And that is the pressure. That When, when we say we're putting too much pressure on, our, on ourselves, mm -hmm. that is exactly it. Okay. Everything we are doing becomes a task or a goal or result to reach, even raising our children, even cooking at home. Uh, yeah. You understand? When everything is a task and a result, that's when you get in trouble. Oh, because I agree. If, because if you get home, you let go of the, the doing, and this is where, this is one of the tips that I can give to people. It's like, you have to cook, or you don't eat, or the family doesn't eat, you know, right. so you oh, have to do it. Takeout, but, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you can do it with the feminine energy. How so? Smell the food that you're cooking. Enjoy that. Yeah. Put some music on. Don't see it as a task. See it as a joyful activity to do. When you get home, let go of the goals and results and objectives. Yeah. 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 So... I want to give people some some takeaways because we uh, we we're definitely going to have you back now. You this has been awesome, and it's not only the information and the tools, but your story and your journey to share it with so many, and they they definitely have to watch you on YouTube. By the way, I was I love it. It was so <laughs> funny, but yet I like laughing and getting information. You know, so it was, <laughs> and it was truly you. you. So that was like the coolest thing. So let's number one say okay. We get it. We're buying into it. We recognize it. All right. Mm -hmm. So that's step one, right? Mm -hmm. You're aware of it, right? The 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 steps. What's what's the next step? Like, what can they do? Like, okay, I'm aware of this. I can see this is who I am. This is what I'm doing most of the day. And then you said, okay, fine. Like the the I get, I like the food thing. Put on the music. You know, enjoy mm -hmm. it more. Mm -hmm. Um, it would the second biggest thing be receiving, or what would you say would the second biggest thing be? Oh, receiving is absolutely, to me, one of the cornerstones of this for women in the 21st century. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Um, and receiving, and I, I had this discussion with a friend who made me think, and that it propelled me to do another video, which I did answering some questions. Because I propose receiving everything anybody has to give you. And here is the thing, as long as it's unconditional when there are no strings attached, meaning I'm yeah. not going to give you this, so you give me that. Yeah. That is yes. not... Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. And yeah. especially women... Yeah. Yes, especially women when it comes to relationships with men and, yeah. you know, men giving them compliments or this or that, and then they feel obliged to just follow through in some other way. So, yeah. no, that's not the kind of receiving I am talking about. If a man honestly wants to give you a compliment, and that is it... Yeah, yeah. I, then, I understand. Right. So I want to make that very clear. So receiving for us is one of the greatest things that can lower our stress. It makes us very uncomfortable at the beginning if you're not used to it. But it feels so good, so fulfilling to receive, feel you owe nothing, and then your ability to give multiplies tenfold. Huh. Because this is something I learned also on this journey. I thought I was a great giver. I'm like, yeah. I give, I give, I give, I give, I give. Okay. And I understood, and this is, you know, this is an honest-to-God 
confession true. Yeah. I was giving conditionally. No, Nana, are you sure? I am positive. Okay. Not all the time. Yeah. Not all the time. I'm going okay. to generalize. Yeah, no, no. Meaning, I'm giving all these things to my family, right? I'm, right. I'm cooking. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm the, and what are you giving me? Yeah, yeah. And the girls didn't call, so why didn't you call? Yeah. Or this and that. So the giving was, okay, I'm giving and you're not giving me back. Then it's not unconditional. You're right. Yeah, you're right. But the moment I began t to receive and welcome everything and anything that came my way, I let go of the, what are you giving me? Yeah. And I, and, and, and I just began Got more balanced, a true yeah. giver from the heart. Yeah. Um, from, I, I just give because I love to give you. I'm not expecting anything. And if that's it. Comes, it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So we You know what? We yes. were talking about that um, last night. We were out watching a friend at Open Mic and how even we can't receive compliments. Like someone will say, oh, you know, I like your dress. You'll be like, oh, this old thing I bought three years ago. <laughs> oh, my God, right? yes. Women yes. instead of saying, oh, your hair looks great. Really? I haven't washed it in a week. <laughs> you know, we can't just go, thank you. I really appreciate that. Well, that's or, one of the tips I tell people. Just say, learn to say thank you. Nothing else. Yeah. And, and to take help. To take help. That's the big thing for me. Like, to know you're not an island. And I know you say become more inclusive. What do you mean by that? Well, when you... And this is related to receiving, though it's slightly different. Being inclusive means understanding when you need to include have more people, more resources, helping you, assisting you, walking the path with you, instead of saying, because I'm independent, I don't want to owe anybody anything, I am doing this on my own, even if it costs me my health. Because it does. I mean, you don't, we don't phrase it that way. We just go like, Okay, I'm powerful. I can do this, and I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. Oh, gonna yeah. stop. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. Now, that might be true. You will do it. You are capable of doing it, but it is definitely more beneficial, and and even business wise, you know, you're a businesswoman. There's no enterprise that can work on its own. Like it, it needs a, a people helping, and yeah. us as women, we need to include. Anything and everything that is going to help us fulfill our lives so we can fulfill other people's lives. Because okay. Okay. Be, being inclusive means anything from, I don't know how to do this Excel spreadsheet, without even thinking, I'm going to see who does bring him in. Gotcha, gotcha. All the way to hubby, I need milk. Can you yes. please go to the supermarket? And you do it from a place of love, because that's the thing. Not from a place of, oh, you haven't picked up the milk. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get it. It's, and it takes a time, and it takes practice, you know? You got baby steps, you know, if you're so used to just doing everything yourself, you know? Uh, totally. And to me, it, it is, it's taking me four years. Four to five years. Yeah. 
of being uncomfortable. And that is one thing that I, I will tell everybody listening to this. There will be physical manifestations of the uncomfortable feelings mm. of stepping into your feminine. You will mm. feel it in your body and you will go like, oh, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't oh. feel good. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Because I was not used to it. Because you don't know what it is. You ha- you didn't, it's new. And it was scary, Sandy. It was so scary. I'm like, to relax? To let someone just take care of me for a moment? Oof. Just, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. And, and my body were tense. Um, I, it, it was uncomfortable physically. And I didn't want to feel that. So yeah. it was a battle back and forth, back and forth, back and yeah. forth. Nana, this is so needed. This is perfect timing. I love it. We got to wrap up. I wish we did. And I know there's going to be a million questions for you. And I know we're going to have to have you back. But before we go, Mm -hmm. my positive power ladies, is there anything, Nana, that you want to say before we wrap up? Uh, I think two things. Okay. Two things. All right. Well, just quick. One. No, I'm kidding. Become aware. <laughs> Become that was a joke. aware. You can say five things, Nana. Oh, no, no, no. Just two. Become aware of whether you are mostly on your masculine or feminine energy. That's that's the first thing. Okay. Um and it's actually quite simple. Not easy, but simple. Okay. Um because unless you are aware and, and you understand yourself, there is nothing you can do. Absolutely. So the first thing is that. Analyze your life. Are you goal results? Always solving problems. That's very masculine. Mm -hmm. Solving problems. The feminine doesn't solve problems. The feminine lives and experiences things. Mm -hmm. It doesn't solve a problem. As a consequence of being in the feminine, you might solve a problem, but that that is not the intention. So first, be aware. Second, once you are aware... Figure out what connects you to your feminine best and quickest. For some people, it might be music. You put music and you start to dance. You start to let mm-hmm. go of... Uh, for others, might be a walk in the park. For others, maybe talking. For yeah. women, talking out things is huge to connect with your feminine. So figure out what works best for you. Oh, I so, like that. Yes, yeah. yeah, so because... It is not true that we can do a thousand things at the same time, but maybe you can find <laughs> your one thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Which is which is very what women do. Yeah. So yeah. find that one thing that if you do it very quickly, you go to your feminine. Yeah. And do that when you feel disconnected and you yeah. feel that you need to go to the feminine because that's. The I other dance thing. around the house. That's that's great. I can tell when I'm getting tense. I just get up and I act like a big goofball and I start laughing and dancing around the house. You would think I was a crazy person. You are a beautiful feminine <laughs> being in that moment. You know, I have to, I, I know we're supposed to wrap up, but I have to ask you because you, this one question that someone had for you mm-hmm. and it just related to what you said about always solving problems. So when you're doing speaking engagements or workshops uh, for corporations or anywhere, the first thing they say to you, what problem are you solving? 
You know what I mean? Like yes. when you're writing something up, like what is your, you know, 30 second elevator pitch, like your pitch, like you have to be solving a problem. And someone asked me that and I go, Ooh, I go, it just goes against my grain. I don't think that way. Like I don't want to home in on the problems. I want to, you know, Hey, what solution do I find? So what do you feel about? Cause that's all I hear. It's like, well, what problem are you solving? What pain are they in? And you're finding a solution. And that's hard for me to think about. So what do you think about that? Well, to me, the biggest pain that I feel I'm solving, and I guess it's the problem that I'm solving, is the sensation of um, unfulfillment and overwhelm that women have nowadays. But do you Um, think you always have to solve a problem? That's what I'm saying. Does it have to be... Uh, that someone's always like, you know, well, what problem are you solving? What are they pain? Like, like brain doesn't go that way. Well, it, no, it doesn't have to be because, um, like I said, if you are in your feminine, you're not solving problems. Yeah. And my goal is for you to go there more. Yeah. Like that's my mission in life. Well, my mission in life is to create, and I should have started there. Uh, the, the, the bottom line of this is create a movement where women and men collaborate, cooperate, and co-create their shared world together. Ooh, I like that, Nana. That is my long-term vision, and I'm starting with women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I am solving a problem because when I make you go to your feminine, problems get solved. Gotcha, gotcha. In that sense, sense, I'm solving a problem. Yeah, gotcha. I like it. It's a perfect balance. All right. Well, how can they find you? Where should they look you up? Well, I have uh, my website, www.nanaponceleon.com. I also have my YouTube channel. It's Act Feminine by Nana. And uh, Instagram, um, at Nana Ponce Leon and at Act Feminine. Thank you, Nana. Ladies, my positive power ladies, it's been a pleasure. You know, again, questions, podcast at sandyjoyweston.com. And you know what I'm going to say until next time. Toodles. Thanks for listening. Remember to like, share, and subscribe if you enjoy. And remember, stay powerful.